Welcome to Satisfied, a podcast hosted by me, Ashley Pardo. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, business coach, and former private chef. Satisfied is all about finding fulfillment, confidence, and peace in your body, business, mental health, relationships, and life. If you're an introspective, deep, and sensitive woman, Satisfied is for you. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. I am so grateful, as always, for you tuning in today. We did actually have a really short episode uh, earlier this week. I am thinking that this one will also be pretty short, and I want to keep it succinct. I want to keep it to the point, actionable, no fluff. That is part of my continued growth when it comes to podcasting. Uh, Today's episode is going to be all about boundaries. Just because we are in the holiday season, this is something that's important whether it's holiday season or not. But I know that it comes up during the holidays, especially. Why? Because we're around people maybe that we aren't usually around or you might feel certain you know, heightened emotions or whatever it is. Either way, it's important to know how to set boundaries so that you can be happy and you can function well in your relationships. And this is a skill. This is a skill just like anything else. So especially if you are somebody who identifies as a people pleaser, it's important for us to be able to have this skill. Now, before we get into the show, quick little update. So I've been talking about the group program that I'm going to do for strength training and nutrition. That is going to open up for enrollment to the public. I did not use a wait list for this. This coming Wednesday, which let's see what date that is because I do not have it open, December 6th. The reason that I did that is to give a little bit of a breather after the Cyber Monday sales and really focus on that program. That is going to be a six-month program where you will have, that sounded kind of weird, strength training programming, my nutrition macro support content that's delivered monthly, Q&A calls, uh, really, you know, just a container that you will have all of the blueprints and strategies that you need in order to complete a body transformation. This is the first time that I have really, uh, outside of my one-on-one coaching, offered something like this. It is going to be about nutritional periodization, and it is going to be about you gaining strength, gaining tissue, having an increased metabolism. I always say it, why is it six months? Because that's the time it takes in order to build muscle and like really see a profound change. I put out the Blossom Body Program, six-week program. I love it. It's awesome. But it takes more than that. It takes a long time. And that's like an amazing start, right? And I'm like so proud of everybody who's done the program and continues to do the program. Like I'm blown away by you all. I know many of you listen to the show and I just thank you for trusting in me. But if we want to take it a step further, we got to look at those other things, right? Where we are looking at nutrition and consistency and making sure that you are eating enough to elicit the changes that we want. I will share more about that. One of the podcast episodes next week will be about this, uh, just sort of what nutritional periodization is and how we can 
continue to do that if we have these goals uh, especially or essentially we are moving from like a restricted mindset where you you know let's say in the past like you don't eat a lot you burn a lot of calories and that's like how you live we're looking towards getting to the other side right where I live now and where I want everybody to live which is like you eat a shit ton of food (laughs) you have muscle on your frame you lift and life is just a lot easier on this side so I will release the details for that next Wednesday check it out on Instagram let's get right into the episode because I like I said I want to keep this actionable and it is likely that you might have identified as a people pleaser at some point. And let's be real about what people pleasing actually is, which I'm going to be blunt. And this was something that I needed to hear. People pleasing is essentially a form of manipulation. Eek, like super eek. I think we think of people pleasing as like really being kind and accommodating. But what it is, is that you are trying to control someone else's experience of you by molding yourself. And that is manipulation because you're not actually being yourself. You're molding yourself to elicit a certain response so that you can be comfortable because you can't handle how that person, like you can't handle the discomfort of that other person feeling a negative quote unquote way towards you, whether they're disappointed in you or whether they think you're difficult or whatever it is. And I, this was absolutely me. I still have this pattern, sort of like an automatic pattern. Uh, I don't really operate in this way. I think in many of my relationships, I am known for setting boundaries and maintaining boundaries. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this now is because I was having a conversation with one of my closest friends, Carla, and who I talk to like pretty much every day. And she said something. We were talking about boundaries and she goes, every fucking relationship has boundaries unless it is an abusive one. And I was like, oh my God, that is so true. And I want you to keep that in mind, especially if the people with who, with whom you're trying to set boundaries with have an issue with it. Like that is, and that's especially if you come from like, you know, a Latin uh, background, you child of immigrants, like, it's going to be common that like you're going to be seen as difficult you're going to be seen as like oh my gosh she needs so much in order for this relationship to thrive that could be the case and that's okay but just know that it is okay to do this it is essential for the health of a relationship to set boundaries it's also good to set boundaries with yourself like I've talked about my social media stuff and how I like need to set boundaries with Instagram in order to be happy. And I set boundaries with food. I set boundaries with like spending and stuff like that. Like it's good to have these boundaries and to be strict with yourself sometimes. And the same thing goes for our relationships. And something else that I think of too, and something that I've been thinking of lately as I have navigated dating is that, which I will share more on that, Eventually, uh, I think it's a very interesting journey. But, you know, something that's really important to me in general, especially like as you set boundaries and especially as I've been navigating the dating world, is that it's really important to be 100% authentic and honest. Like, I, I think that from the beginning, you just have to be yourself. 
you ha- and this is marketing too. Like you have to just like put your real self out there from the beginning and see if it drives with somebody else because like they're going to find out at some point who you are. And if you can't be your authentic self, it's better to find that out at the beginning by you acting like your authentic self and being fully honest and saying the things that you need to so that you just like know that it's not a fit, right? It's so important to do that. I think that we can be scared of that. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What are they going to say? Like, just know that if it's the right person, they will fully welcome you. They will fully 100% embrace who you are as a person, including your boundaries. And if somebody doesn't accept them, then it's up to us to really be like, what do I, how do I want to navigate this? Uh, I think that relationships that are narcissistic in, um, in general are, it's very hard to set boundaries. Like that's why narcissism exists because there's an overstepping of boundaries and boundaries are not set. And the way that you navigate life with a narcissistic person is by enforcing and holding boundaries. Uh, We're not going to talk about narcissism (laughs) in this episode, but it's just something that's very common in the context of those relationships, whether that relationship is a romantic relationship, it could be a familial, it could be a friend, your boss, you know, so know that those those relationships benefit from not having boundaries. Like that's why they get to that point. So I, I just think that it's really important for us in general to operate in 100% authenticity and honesty to see where we stand in relationships and to show up with that confidence to say what we need and then be like, okay, does this actually like work for you or not? Like something else to realize is that, you know, boundaries are not what you want other people to do. Like it's not you trying to control someone. It's you saying what you need and then controlling your own behavior based off of what that person does. So for example, if you set a boundary where you have somebody in your life that always comments on your weight and like at the holidays and you set a boundary with them where you say, okay, if you comment on my weight, I'm going to have to step out of the room. Like that is something that, or I'm going to have to leave. That's the same thing, (laughs) but you know, you get what I mean that you are stating what you need and then you're going to say what you do if that person respects your boundaries or not. I have to say again, if you come from a family of immigrants and maybe even any other family, this is going to be tough. This is going to be, you know, hard to uphold and maintain these because they might laugh in your face (laughs) when you set them. But again, you enforce them by like doing the behavior and, and really enforcing being like, you know what, I, I need to do what I'm, what I want to do, uh, here because you're not respecting what it is that I need. And boundaries could be a lot of different things, right? Like they could be physical, like I don't want you to come in my space. They could be emotional. I don't want you to comment on this thing. Uh, And what I want you to think about now, especially around the holidays, is what do you need to feel safe? What is it that makes you feel good, right? So I also think right now in our culture, especially on social media, there's sort of like this... um, like overabundance of like too strict a boundaries. Like I don't really believe in that. Uh, I think of like minimum effective dose. Like what is what are the minimum amount of boundaries that I can set in order to feel safe and happy within my relationships and in my life? Um, 
and again that is sort of brought up brought upon this time i don't know why i said that weird uh also important to realize that people who have issues with this are going to be the people who have overstepped your boundaries and have benefited from you not having them and we might not want to set them because it might cause like kind of an upheaval and discomfort in your life to be like oh this person has never respected my boundaries before and that is tough so again this could be like what you want at least like let's say you go and visit a family like your family's house over the holidays and like you they don't eat the same way that you do and like you want to go buy your own food and keep it in the fridge like because you want to maintain how you feel. I totally get that. Uh, If that isn't possible, let's say like they get offended or something, then you could obviously financially, if you have the financial resources to do this, you could maybe go to a hotel or an Airbnb and, and control things to the degree that, you know, feels good to you. So again, these are, it could be something like that. It could be something like, I don't want you to bring this up. I don't want you to ask about who I'm dating. I don't want you to, uh, you know, infringe upon my privacy or whatever it is. But I think that it's important for us to know how to set them. And they don't have to be this like super, you know, like, again, what I see on social media sometimes is like so rigid. And like, if somebody oversteps them once, they're done. I don't really have that attitude. I think that you can have conversations and you can talk and like, you know, kind of explain to people, especially if this is like something that's new, if you've always been a people pleaser and then you start setting boundaries, it's going to be like, whoa, what is Susie doing over there? Like, who does she think she is? Uh, Which again, it's up to us to really be able to sit in that discomfort and to be like, I need to do what I do, what I need to do for me. And I need to know that like in any situation, I'm either disappointing myself or I'm disappointing someone else. And I'd always rather disappoint someone else. And that will, again, uh, you know, cause a little bit of discomfort in other people's, you know, people in your life, in your life who are around you, potentially. But it's, again, this is the time of year where it all kind of comes to light and important for us to be aware of this. So three steps that you can do to set these and send me a message or, you know, if you have resonance with this in terms of people pleasing or in terms of that personality, if you're like an empath, emotional, just let me know if this resonated. And I love hearing from you as always. But the first step, if we just think of the three steps, the first thing is to be clear and add some sugar to the beginning. So I, whenever I set a boundary with someone, I always, and I do this in general. And that that comment that I had with Carla was me talking about how at some point in every single one of my friendships and even in relationships with my family, I have set a boundary at some point where I'm like, I don't want you to ask me about this anymore, or I will tell you this when I'm ready or, you know, whatever it is, or like, I don't want you to talk to me in the morning. Like that is a boundary. If I go and stay with one of my friends and I'm visiting them, like, I don't want to talk in the morning, like for 30 minutes. And everybody who's close to me knows this. (laughs) Maybe you just all found out. But like, I need my, I need like to, to wind up, you know, I really need to get a wind up. And many people think I'm difficult for that. But I'm just like, well, you know what, I'm doing this so that I can like be who I need to be in life and in the world. And that is it. And I need to like go work out and do whatever it is. So that is a boundary. So most of, again, if a relationship is healthy, it will benefit from these boundaries. If it is not healthy, if it is abusive, then it will 
get worse (laughs) and probably better in the long run because then you know that that person doesn't respect your boundaries. So what I mean to adding some sugar is saying, you know, let's say you're giving that boundary of like, hey, I would prefer if like I just got my quiet time in the morning, not like, hey, you got to leave me alone. You can say something like, hey, Susie, I, I really love talking to you. Like, that's why I'm here talking to you and, you know, connecting with you is one of my most favorite things in the morning, though. It's just really helpful for me to just like ease into the day and to just kind of have my quiet time. So I would just prefer of like, you know, just kind of let me come to you in the morning and then we can get the day started. So always sort of say, hey, this relationship means a lot to me. I care for you. I love you. I'm setting this boundary because this relationship does mean the world to me. And that sort of offsets any sort of like offensive because like people might feel a little bit attacked, right? Especially if they're not used to you acting that way. So always in the beginning, frame it with a little sugar and and have it be authentic, obviously. And just say like, you really mean a lot to me and this means a lot to me. And I just would really appreciate it if, you know, you... I was going to say you did what I said, (laughs) but you know, you know what I mean? If you sort of respected my boundary, you know, I was joking there. Uh, So frame it in a way that would be helpful. The next thing is to state what you need, which is what I just did here. So I would appreciate it if we just, I just had a quiet time in the morning, or I would appreciate it if you, you know, didn't like, let's say it's alcohol related. Hey, like I'd really appreciate it if after one time you just didn't ask me if I wanted wine. Um, or if you didn't ask me repeatedly about wine, or if you wouldn't barge into my bedroom, or if you wouldn't interrupt me, whatever it is, state it what it is that you need. And then you can kind of say the next part of the boundary, which is what you will do. I, I, I like doing that later, like if they've crossed the boundary, like, hey, if you barge into my room, I'm going to have to lock the door. Or if you barge into my room again, I'm going to have to get like a co-working space or whatever it is, right? Uh, and then after this, again, so you state what you will do if the boundary is not respected. And then you wait. Then you see. Then you can troubleshoot, you know. But it all comes from that really clear and honest communication, which again is like it's really forefront on the forefront of my mind right now. Being yourself, being fully honest and Again, I like that approach because then you know, then you know if you connect with somebody or not. And like somebody who is for you will be like, oh, like I really respect that. I really respect you being blunt and telling me what you need because it's positive. You're trying to improve the relationship. You're trying to make things better. So I hope this was helpful. Let me know if you want me to expand on this a little bit more. I can. Uh, I tried to give some examples and still be succinct and kind of talk about the kind of personality that is prone to this. But I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and weekend. Uh, Stay tuned for that group coaching program of mine. I can't wait to share it with you. If you have a question for the podcast, DM me at Ashley K. Pardo. I would also love it if you left a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, In the meantime, again, have an amazing week and I will talk to you on the next one. And I'm sending you a ton of love. Thank you so much for listening to Satisfied. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram where I post content every single day at Ashley K. Pardo. 
If you enjoyed the show, I'd super appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Spotify. If you have a question that you want to be answered on the show, or you just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. I love hearing from and connecting with you because you're the whole reason that I do the show. I hope that you find satisfaction wherever you are right now.